Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. on your Friday morning. Gladys Knight in the pits. Midnight train to Georgia. Liz Pipko will be live in studio today. Big Lizzie in town for her uh, one of her two visits every month. We love Liz. We'll talk to Curtis Sliwa, Brian Kilmeade, Joseph Takapina, Mike Lawler, and more. About to talk to Frank Morano. But before I do, you know, Israel uh, is doing a really good job. You folks don't follow this closely. Like you fill out a Nick box score or who won the MVP in baseball yesterday. But there is a hierarchy of Hamas leaders. These are some of the worst people God ever created. And you may not know this, but one by one, especially since the ground invasion, Israel has been killing these bastards in big numbers, big numbers. And yesterday, and I got this information from Hillel Fold. Yesterday, Israel took out the number two, number two Hamas commander. It's a big, big kill. Noam, give me the latest. It is a big deal. It's Ahmed Bahar, who has been the new number two guy. He was a vice president of the Palestinian Legislative Council. So he was in politics, 76-year-old. Uh, he was one of the masterminds of this attack back on October 7th. And, uh, yeah, they, a strike hit him, and um, he survived, actually, the initial strike. But now we got word that he has died. Dead. Yeah. Scumbag piece of shizzle. See ya. Believe he was also one of the guys. I've not gotten confirmation on this. Who paraded around that uh, beautiful young German tattoo artist that they eventually raped about a thousand times and cut her head off? Is that name again? Loki or Loki? I think. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I don't. That hasn't been confirmed, but he easily could be behind that as well. I think Justin Ellick told me that, but you can't trust anything Justin says. Well, there was a New York Post article that 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 guy is dead. So if they are the same person. Which, you know, I'm not, I'm, it's not confirmed because that article didn't it's say It's not his the name. same person. God, I wish you would have told me that before, you dumb bastard. Of course, it's not the same person. It's some militant, some terrorist who they killed. It's not this guy. This guy's in some palatial space somewhere in, in Gaza. He's not out in a Jeep with a half naked girl. What's the matter with you? 
Uh, well, we we looked at the oh, thank you for that. Uh, uh, Frank so. Morano is the brilliant host <laughs> it wasn't of this. Stick to Jim Harbaugh, goddammit. Yeah. Uh, Frank Morano is the uh, terrific host there. of The Other Side of Midnight, 1 to 5 a.m. each and every weekday morning. He's a great host and a dear friend. Good morning, Frankie. How Good are you? Good morning, Sid. It was great to have you out in Staten Island yesterday. Thanks for coming out for the uh, Teddy Atlas dinner. They do so much for Staten Island. It was great to see you so well received. Well, you didn't see anything. You weren't there. Well, I, I heard that you yes, were I there was. and were well. No. Were, were well received. I wanted you to be there. I actually complained to Joe Borelli. I said, we're missing Frank. I mean, when I think of Staten Island, you're one of the first three or four names that come to mind right away. But your people, they were huge last night. I mean, the reception was amazing. They donated a heck of a lot of money time and time again. And I said it, what, 35 minutes ago. Of all the boroughs in New York, and I'm a Brooklyn boy living in Queens, I used to make fun of Staten Island all the time. Well, you got there a bunch of wannabe mobsters and guys in witness protection. That still may be true, but, man, are you great Americans. I couldn't agree with you more about the latter part. Well, All three of it is true. What do you mean the latter part? You got married on Staten Island. Every mobster from here to Florida was at that wedding. What are you talking about? Uh, Scott Lebedo actually gave Curtis Sliwa a nice shout-out because of the Rebels. Scott Lebedo was there last night. Johnny Tobacco. Naturally. Yeah, all good people. So thank you for us saying that. You guys did a great job. So the first story we're going to cover, you and I are going to disagree. But unlike the last time, when I called you some horrible names, of which I have zero remorse, when you said uh, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard, which is you love this country because people like pro-Palestinians have the right to march. I know Judge Napolitano agrees with you both, moron. Right. I noticed he didn't get shouted down and, and, and called a oh, no, moron. No, no, no. I called you an asshole. Right. Uh, but, I, no, I did yell back at Judge Knapp yesterday, and it got I got very loud, actually, because it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. Uh, it's hate speech. They, they asked, uh, kill the Jews, death to the Jews. There's no place for that. Just like there's no place anywhere on any Internet, on any billboard, in any book for this Osama bin Laden hate speech, which TikTok finally came to the realization, maybe time to take it down. But I know you disagree, so well, go ahead so and state your case. I understand, right? In what were we told in the aftermath of September 11th as to why it happened? Remember George Bush, that great statesman, said, they, the terrorists, hate us for our freedom because we let women vote and, uh, you know, gay people be gay and do all those things. But there really wasn't a valid explanation as to why other countries that are also free, Japan, Greece, Italy, didn't meet the same fate. So uh, in this vacuum of a decent explanation by George Bush, bin Laden writes this letter, and this letter, which is horribly anti-American, horribly anti-Semitic, anti-white, anti-Russian, anti-everybody, he does explain his reasons. Now, I, oh, I think, okay, that makes it okay. Well, Would you like to get an explanation from Adolf Hitler yeah, why he killed well, all the Jews? So, <laughs> I, I'm so glad you mentioned that, because yeah. um, Mein Kampf is a historical document yeah. 
that preceded a great tragedy yeah. just the way that bin Laden's letter should be is. banned, Mike. Well, see, I don't think America is a place where we yeah, should no, be yeah, banning books. Yeah, we certainly books. are. We certainly are. When you get to the point of hate speech and uh, murdering people and genocide, we're at that point. You got to draw the line somewhere, Frank. You can't live in a society where everything free is great. There are things that are free that are bad. They're just bad. You got to get rid of them. Bottom line. Well, then you got to get rid of the First Amendment. No, and you don't. No, you don't. Well, the, no, no, you don't. What the, no, you don't. First Amendment you says can make, you the can right tweak to freedom it. of the press you should can, be abridged. You can tweak the First Amendment, and you can, just like when you ask for a judge, for example, we want judges to have discretion. Any normal person wants a judge to have discretion, not just act by a strict constitution. He should have discretion when it comes to the law. Same thing here. Have some discretion. The First Amendment is a beautiful thing. I don't want to lose it. But when you get to the point where you're asking for genocide, okay with people being murdered, six million people, that's not okay. Well, I'm not, not okay. okay with people being murdered. Well, but you clearly are. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm okay with uh, with. Things being no, no, no. published that no, I don't no, agree don't with. Don't publish it. No, it's not about not agreeing See, with it. It's hate. It's murder. I don't agree with things. I, you know, I don't agree but, with Joe Biden. See, he can write a book. Yeah, I, but well, but I draw the line at murder. Yeah, but tweak again, it. So you, you're saying tweak what, it exactly. I'm tweak, saying the First, the First Amendment, Amendment is to great. Say what? What's to, your to view? say when, when it is clearly? So you shouldn't be able to go to a bookstore and buy Mein Kampf. No, of course should, not. Should you be able to go buy Mao's Little Red Book? Of course not. Should you be able to go up uh, on the internet and look up the Hamas charter? You can look it up, so you, so you make yourself familiar with how murderous right. these bastards well, so are. So then, why why can you look up the Hamas charter? But not bin Laden's letter. Because bin Laden's letter is a direct attack on a people uh, after this, uh, after what we saw after 9-11. The Hamas chapter is different because uh, people should become familiar with a whole a whole segment of people who get up every day just to kill. But don't you think that bin Laden's then, then letter rid, is the but, same then, thing? Then get rid of that, too. Fine. Get rid of all of it. All right, so get rid of all of it. I, I, and get I, rid I of think it. that's a, such a dangerous attitude. Oh, shut up with that. I, I, God, I'm so sick of all you guys. Such a dangerous No, what's dangerous is little kids go on the Internet, they read about this stuff, and they think it's okay to kill Jews. It, that's dangerous. I think when you, make it, when you make it forbidden fruit, no, it makes people only Seek fine, these okay, letters fine, out no, no, a lot, a lot rid, more. Get rid of it. The danger is you're turning a whole generation of little troublemakers who wake up with nowhere to go and nothing to do into potential so what do murderers. You, do? you just censor? Yeah, you censor. No, you I, censor. I, I completely you disagree. censor hate speech and murder. You censor it. Yes. Right. Yes. I, I, well, first of all, the, the uh, it doesn't call for murder in the Bin Laden letter, oh my which God. I think. If people read it, they would see that that's the case. Yeah. But uh, I completely disagree. I think well, it's I an important historical document okay. that The Guardian has kept up on their website for 22 right. years. Get rid of it. Good. And now, all of a sudden, because yeah. it's become viral, they're taking yeah. it down. It's become it makes viral no because sense. we just saw a bunch of people get slaughtered in their own homes no. not that long it, ago. J- just as Mao's little red book oh, should no, be accessible Jesus, by historians L- and others, L- great. so should this be. No, it should not be. I'm getting the last word. It's my show. On your show, you get the last word. Fair enough. Tweak the First Amendment and get rid of all this murderous crap. Get rid of it. I don't need to see it. The kids don't need to see it. I don't need any kid today going on the Internet and reading something from somebody who celebrated the death of 3,000 Americans on 9-11.
Now, talking about social media, that was great. Thank you. You're welcome. Tell me about uh, Nikki Haley. Well, I, I, I don't know where you come down on this, but Nikki Haley has proposed, seriously, not as a joke, not as a whim, that in order for you to post anything on social media, you should have to be able to post it only under your own name and have your identity verified. Now, we're both on the receiving end of a lot of people who say negative things about us on social media under fake names or under anonymous names. I think this is uh, absolutely absurd, completely unconstitutional, and someone ought to remind Nikki Haley about a little something called the Federalist Papers, which were written under a pseudonym, and apparently under Nikki Haley's America, if the Federalist Papers were written in 2023, they wouldn't be able to use a pseudonym. I think it's absurd, quite honestly. I I actually agree with you on that. By the way, just so you know, trending now on uh, X and Instagram, Frank Hamas Morano. I swear to you. Sorry. Tell you that. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. I just wear it proudly. What do you Uh, care? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I saw our mutual friend last night. I like him a lot, Joe Borelli, Staten Island Council member. And um, he's going to come on the show, I think, Monday. But you told me he wrote a great piece, a great uh, op-ed piece in today's New York Post about this disaster we call New York City and the mayor, Eric Adams. Tell me about that. You know, he puts it in such simple terms, and I link to it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash MoranoFan. And basically, he asked the question, have you ever been out to dinner with a group where some members of the party order appetizers and steaks, a premium bottle of wine, uh, and extra truffle shavings on their gnocchi? Other people at the table just get a side salad and water, and yet it's the people that order all these expensive things that want everybody to split the bill equally. Borelli makes the case that here you had some elected officials and their constituents in New York City that didn't want to pay for migrants to have shelter and every possible luxury you can imagine. That's me. And yet... Now that budget cuts are come, we've come to pay the bill for these migrant costs. Everyone has to split the bill equally. Why should we in Staten Island that Democrats and Republicans and independents all opposed rolling out the red carpet and paying for all this stuff? Why should we bear the brunt of sanitation uh, cuts and libraries being closed and everything else, not to mention the law enforcement related cuts? So uh, I think he brings up a very good point and very easy to understand terms. If we have to now pay the bill for what was totally foreseeable by everybody, let the elected officials in the state legislature and the city council that pushed for this policy let them pay the bill don't force our districts that oppose this to be cut couldn't agree more you and uh, joe borelli once again both are right on the money let's end with uh, two races how about two minutes ago here maybe less tammy murphy phil murphy's wife the governor of new jersey running uh, for senate maybe bob menendez is there maybe not kind of like george santos although george has come out and said he will not run again and then your guy uh, rfk I still almost every night bump into somebody that has some type of enthusiasm 
for your guy, RFK. Those two folks, Tammy Murphy, RFK. Yeah, look, so Tammy Murphy's in Jersey trying to do what her husband did and essentially buy off all the county leadership. And she's been successful in Bob Menendez's home county of Hunterdon, uh, and uh, Union County, excuse me. And she is uh, really going to try to do the whole, whole thing and make sure that the leading Democrat that's been in the race so far, Andy Kim, doesn't have a chance. I don't know that Menendez stays in this race till next year. By the way, these are three horrible people. <laughs> Andy Kim, Tammy Murphy, and Bob Menendez. It's like saying to me, would you rather have herpes, AIDS, or syphilis? Well, on the Republican end of things, you have uh, you know, Christine Serrano uh, that's running. She's the mayor of Mendham. They're also talking about a former New York City Council member, Andrew Aristoff, running in Jersey as well. I don't know where that goes, but it's such a shame when an election can be bought this way by spreading this money around. As far as the presidential race, uh, Kennedy, depending on which poll you look at, he's now leading among independents, polling at about 20% overall, and he's leading among swing voters. If you go just favorability, unfavorability, he is 13 points more favorable than both Trump and Biden. That I can see. So at the moment, no. he is the most popular presidential candidate running but, and but, leading but, but among has, independents. But he has zero chance of winning. Wow. Zero. So the question becomes, the only question is, he can't win. The only question is, no matter what those numbers tell you, who does he hurt more in the upcoming election, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? I think that's uh, tough to say because we don't know who the other minor party candidates are going to be. But as you've chronicled, Biden, Joe Manchin, Biden is going to have a problem with Arabs and the hard left. And in states like Michigan, they're going to migrate if uh, Cornell West and Jill Stein are on the ballot to one of them. And the moderate Democrats that don't like Trump but can't bring themselves to vote for Biden either because of corruption related issues or age related issues. I could see them voting for uh, voting for Manchin. But I, I, I wouldn't scoff at one out of five Americans and uh, the uh, plurality of young voters all gravitating towards RFK at this point. I think he's going to be much more formidable than people realize at this point. But what does that mean? You, well, I, I so, mean, so he's gonna, he's not gonna, he's not gonna lose by uh, thirty points. He's gonna lose by sixteen. Well, remember, all I a, care about is winning. I'm in, not interested well, in, in a formidable. Race, in a three way race, yeah. you need thirty four percent of the vote to win. Well, he's not right now. He's at twenty. He's not right? So we'll see where we are a year from now. So you really think this guy's a legitimate candidate? I think he is going to do better than any third party I didn't candidate ask you that. since t- I Teddy didn't, Roosevelt I didn't, in 1912. I didn't ask you that. So I, I can't guarantee that he's going to win. No, I don't want you to guarantee. I think he's you, got you a think, very good shot, yes. You think he's got a shot at winning? Yeah, I absolutely do. No, you got to stop I drinking th- before you come This is going to, to be – we've never seen an election like this. These are the two least popular <laughs> major party presidential candidates in history. Well, you, but this, by the way, so was Hillary and Trump. Same thing. Until Same now. Thing. Until now. Um, you're right. And uh, you saw that was a big year for third-party people, too. But now um, you didn't have a third-party candidate with this amount of name recognition and money. That's fair. So I think, uh, I, I think we'll see what happens for the next year. But uh, this is not a Ralph Nader or Gary Johnson situation. This is somebody that's going to be in the debates. You've got to be at 15 percent or more yeah. to be in those debates. Yeah. And I think when he's in the debates with uh, Biden and Trump, I think he's going to win over a lot of people. See, I, I think he's more like a Ross Perot type of candidate who was legitimate but cost one guy the election. Yeah, I I don't believe that Perot cost Bush the election. Okay, because even when Perot dropped out of the race, yeah. uh, Clinton was still leading. True, but it's close. But you're right. Right. All right. You are uh, fantastic. You are. There's nothing you, you don't know about. Well, nothing. So I don't know. Your show. I don't great. know anything about hockey. 
You don't? No, not a thing. Who's a leading scorer right now in the Rangers? <laughs> I got no idea. <laughs> You're great, Tracy. Thank, thank you. Justin Alec. Thank you. Have, Have a, a great weekend. weekend. That was so much fun. In fact, you should stay every week. Do it in studio. I will. I, I like will, it. I will do that. Thank you, Frank. Thank His you. Show is I'll the see others. you next Friday. Oh, no, I won't be here. The other side of midnight, 1 to 5 a.m. every weekday. He really is great. He knows just about everything. And he's my friend, Frank Morano. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.